0: this is Divi dave welcome to the minnesota leads america follow podcast this is our fifth episode wow okay we're five down five is my favorite number so i'm happy about this episode we're going to talk lots of stuff here this is going to be fun let's go uh by the way we also have videos and other contents on youtube IGTV, and facebook so make sure you check us out there if you do like the podcast check out the video if you like the videos check out the podcast Appreciate you. Let's get started, man. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about uh, what's the climate like in Minnesota right now. Um, You know, we usually start off with Minnesota topics, but uh, actually this one, I'd like to take... Shout out, big congrats to the former Minneapolis basketball team, currently known as the Los Angeles Lakers. As you all know, I'm a Heat fan, so... I'm not too happy to go down this route. But, you know, as a sports fan, we have to stand up and congratulate champions. And, you know, if a man beats you fair and square, you give it up to him. So, shout out to the former Minneapolis basketball team. Speaking of that, actually. And, look, I try going down the high road here. Like, not being petty. but it'll. Lakers, fans, can y'all stop claiming you guys have 17 championships? Minneapolis won their first five championships back. If you don't know uh, the Minneapolis... Los Angeles Lakers was formerly known as the Minneapolis Lakers. And when they moved from Minneapolis to Los Angeles, they kept the team name and also kept the championship. Which is weird. Usually when sports teams move, they leave the championship in that city. Because, as you know, like is it, it happened in that city. So you leave that city with the championship. But Lakers fans got no shame, and Los Angeles has no shame, and they will brag. They will proudly brag about having 17 championships. Yo, it's 12, okay? Minneapolis Lakers have five championships. As, as bad as it is that you're already claiming our name, you want to claim our championships too? Come on, man. Like let me. we already don't win here enough. Like, let us have this, man. Lakers, you have 12 championships, okay? Calm it down. Pipe it down. Boston Celtics still have more championships than you. Boston Celtics is at 17. You guys are at 12. This is not a tie. I don't like Boston either, but this is not a tie. You're at 12. Minneapolis have five. Yes, we won our five titles back. You could keep the name Lakers, even though you have no licks in Los Angeles. We're barely any licks in Los Angeles. But you're keeping the name. You're not keeping our championship, man. We want those championships here in Minneapolis, and we want them back. Speaking of basketball in Minneapolis, let's get strictly to the Tim Wolf here. Uh, as soon as the championship wrap up, pretty much immediately after the game, the Tim was on the clock. If you don't know what on the clock means, is uh, that means you're selecting uh Minnesota, I almost want to call them Minneapolis Lakers. The Tim has the first pick in the NBA draft this year. That means they select first of all the guys eligible to come to the NBA. Look, what, what are we looking at here, man? Uh... I mean, it's a bad year to have the number one pick. Let's be honest. We didn't get no NCAA this year. We don't know which of these guys have the co to, like, really pull up in the big moments. We don't know who's who's capable of, like, taking the team on his back and leading them to a championship. We just don't know any of that. We don't have any of that information. So from this year, the prospects, what, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, James Weissman. Ooh, what what should the Timberwolves do? It's a tough, it's a tough year to have the number one pick. But you know what? That's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to make opinions and be firm on our opinions. So I'm here to tell you who I think the Timberwolves should pick. And this is big. Uh, And this is, this is, everyone else is saying LaMelo Ball. Everyone else is saying Anthony Edwards. But I'm here to say the Timberwolves need to draft James Weissman as the number one pick. Yes, I said it. And I know we didn't see much from him either. He was at Memphis for two games before he got disqualified by the NCAA. But look, you pair him up with Cat, everyone else is going small ball. Be the dominant team. When everyone else is going this route, go that route. That's how you win championships. You're not going to compete with everybody else trying to do what everyone else is doing. Go big. Be dominant, which I think James Weissman could be dominant if he, if he really puts it to it, gets in... Gets in a proper ship, actually learns how to like defend four and five, and maybe even some threes every now and then. He can be a dominant. He, he can create a dominant partnership with Cat. So I said we go big. Listen, we already have enough shooting guards slash ball handlers on this team, man. From the uh from Delo to uh Joshua Kogi to uh Malik Beasley to uh the rookie uh. Jared Culver's from last year. Like, that's enough guard. We don't need another Anthony Edwards who's, who prima does the same thing that all of these guys do. LaMelo Ball is a little bit more different. He comes with a little bit more flair. But this team is already stacked at the guard slash shooting guard, small fall position. I want to see them pair cat up with a big man that. Can kind of do the same thing. Cat could do, you know. Cat can go out to the uh, to the three point line, shoot some three pointers. And James Wiseman can just dominate on the inside, man. When everyone else is going small, go big. You zig when everyone else is zagging, or you zag when everyone else is zigging. I don't know how the saying goes, man. You know what it is. But that's who I think the Timberwolves need to draft with the number one pick. And that is if they're not trading the pick. We're we're talking exclusively here. If the T Wolves decide to draft this player, that's who I think they should go with. I think uh James Wiseman is the best pair with Cat in this draft. He's the best player you could pair with Cat in this draft going forward. And don't don't get this wrong, man. Timo is absolutely under pressure to get this right. You think Cat is going to pull up with this much more losing with everything else that's going around his personal life and everything else that's going around him as far as like his status in the NBA? He's falling off a little bit, man. We see what Jimmy Butler did. We saw the pressure that that's put on everyone to look at Minnesota and say, what happened in Minnesota? You know? Cat is feeling pressure going into next season. He's got to make the playoff with this team. Now, we're going to be looking like, oh, well, they did it one year with Jimmy Butler. Since he left, they haven't been able to do it again. Trust me. As an NBA player, you start to feel that pressure, and you will notice that pressure. So Cat has got to start winning soon, man. So shout out to the Wolves. Look forward to see what they do. Uh, it's, it's a fun time in Minnesota sports. Let's go on to the next topic. Speaking of something that is not fun at all. That was a rough way to lose last night. Uh, I'm recording this on a Monday. What was that, Mike Zimmer? Like, what? That was trash. Yo, if you didn't watch the game, man, we was up by five. Uh, It was like two minutes left with the chance to go up by eight and possibly, like, just, you know, clinch the game, force the Seahawks to have to beat us twice, one in regular regular time and the second in overtime. Instead, Mike Zimmer decided, you know what? Let's go for which Which I wasn't... We Listen, man, I'm not going to sit here and be the next day, you know, critique and say, oh, that was a dumb decision. No, if you felt like you needed to win the game right there, you win the game. But listen, it is what it is. As a coach that's getting paid multi-million dollars when you make that decision and it doesn't work out, we have to critique you. I don't care. I don't want to hear it and say, oh, well, he's trying... Listen, when you make that decision and you don't call the play that execute that decision, we've got to look at you and say, Zimmer, what the hell was that, man? You, you've built this team on defense. And I felt like at that very moment, you didn't trust your defense. And that's what this critique is about. Usually, Zimmer will say, kick the ball, we'll defend, and we'll go for the win on defense. Zimmer didn't trust his defense. Zimmer looked at his defense and said, I can't count on you to stop this guy twice because they would have to ha- they w- they would have had to beat the te- uh, the Vikings twice, one in regular time and a second in overtime. But instead, Zimmer decided the game will be the game will be decided right here. We will go for it. If we get this first down, the game is over. If we don't, Seahawks get the ball. And guess what happens when the Seahawks got the ball? Russell Wilson pretty much cooked. He cooked the Vikings. There's no other way to put it. He and DK Metcalf cooked the Vikings. Now, listen, with, with, with these young corners and the secondary, that's just it's a it's a pass work right now, man. This person is injured. This person is out. This person is in. This person is out every week. You don't know who's playing. It's literally anybody could be back there with a number in the 20s and we would just accept it because I don't know. I don't know who's out this week or who's in. But Zimmer, that was terrible, man. And that leads me to my next point. Let's just start the tank for Trevor. I went there. Yep. And I know last week I said, let's pause on the tank for Trevor. But I'm here to say, listen, last week we were 1-3. and three. That means the first quarter was over and we won one game out of four games. And the second quarter started already and it looks like we're heading down that path again. Now listen, we play the Falcons next and if, any, if anybody wants to get a win in the NFL, you play the Falcons next. So I'm sure they can find a way to get this win here also, but listen. I don't even care at this point. Let's start the tank for Trevor. And this is why I am very, like, this is why I'm pro tank for Trevor right now. We're not going to wait till, like, we're just going to start this process. The truth be told, the Vikings are not looking for a playoff team. Let's be honest. This franchise needs a Super Bowl winning team. We've been in the NFL for way too long to not have a Super Bowl. And making the playoff is not acceptable here anymore. Like, that's not what this franchise is looking for. And that's not what we fans are looking for. And if we're not going to call it out, then let's be honest. A Super uh, playoff appearance just don't cut it. So listen, can Kirk Cousins win a Super Bowl? Let's be honest with ourselves right now. Can you win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? I think the answer is no. I strongly believe... If this team is going to get to the next level, we've got to break it down and start over. Look, it's been three years of Kirk Cousins. He's good enough to get you to compete, but I don't think he's the quarterback that will get you over the hump. And we've seen it will, with like a strong team around him. We've seen it with a defense around him. We've seen it with an amazing running back, two amazing wide receivers, a good tight end, and a great defense around him. He couldn't get the job done. So guess what? With a terrible defense... With young players on offense at tight ends and wide receiver, you think Kirk Cousins is about to get this done? You really think Kirk Cousins is going to put this team on his back and say, you know what? Follow me to the promised land. I'll get you there. Cut it out, man. Let's be honest with ourselves, Vikings fans. Let's start the tank for Trevor now. And it's tough. Nobody wants to watch that team lose. Nobody wants to continuously watch a team suffer and lose weekly on Sundays. But listen, we've got to look at the bigger picture. And... And I'm gonna show you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys a way that I think we can get this done. Okay, I'm not just gonna say tank for Trevor and, and just leave it at that. This is how. And, and I know we have. Okay, we're paying Kirk Cousin up upwards of 84 plus million dollars. So tanking is not what you want to do when you're paying a quarterback that much. But here's how we can get it done. We've got to start looking and just start tanking for Trevor this year. Going to next offseason, that's gonna be your team. I'm looking at you, 49ers. There's going to be a team that's, that thinks we are one good quarterback away. And listen, the NFL, trust me, if you're a white quarterback, somebody always think they're one good quarterback away. We've seen it with Jacksonville and Nick Foles. We saw what Chicago just did again with Nick Foles. You, well, you think that's by that's accident? No, there's going to be a franchise, like I said, 49ers. Come get your boy, Kirk Cousin. We know you want him. You tried to get him when he was a free agent. He came, he, came, he came to Minnesota, which we're happy about. But listen, you can come correct that wrong. Come get your boy Kirk Cousin. Send us a second round pick. And we know the contract is huge, so we're not asking for a fresh round pick. You send us a second round pick. We already don't have a second round pick this year because we traded him for Robert Ngaquit, which, by the way, he's playing amazing. He what is that four sacks now? He's playing good. Uh, come get Kirk Cousin. Give us a second-round pick, a conditioning third-round pick, maybe next year's draft. Well, I mean the following year's draft, after this year's draft. Come get Kirk Cousins and pair him up with that defense. We know you don't believe in Jimmy Guapolo, or whatever his name is, okay? Just like we did, you overpay him. But come come, come correct our mistake and compound your mistake. Come get Kirk Cousins. After he leads us to a 1-16 record, maybe, you know, we look, you say, okay. Oh. That team wasn't ready to win. We have a better defense here. We have a better offensive coordinator here. And you know, come on, man. These offensive coordinators always think they could work Miracle with the next person's trash. But come get him. We'll take a second a second, and a third round pick for him. And look, we've got to be honest, man. I'm ready to call this. Everyone knows I'm big on Zimmer. It, this, this hurts me to have to do this. We've got to move Zimmer to defensive coordinator. And that's because we really love him. I didn't say fire Zimmer. I don't, don't fire Zimmer. I don't know if Zimmer were acceptive, but we've got to move Zimmer to defensive coordinator. We need a young offensive wizard in here. That can do something with this offense and take us to the next level. Look at teams that's winning. Patriots, Josh McDaniels, the Rams made it to the Super Bowl. Young offensive wizard at ahead coach. The Chiefs. You think Andy Reid? Andy Reid might not be young, but we know what he can do with offenses. If we're going to go to the next level and really win that that Super Bowl trophy that we all want in Minnesota, Zimmer, I'm sorry, man. We've got to move you to defensive coordinator. And we're not firing you because we love you. We think you are brilliant on defense. But it's time you focus on the defense and let somebody else handle the team and coach these guys the right way as they need to on offense. No more pass work here. Oh, bringing this offensive coordinator here. But he can't have a big voice because Zimmer has to have a big voice, the biggest voice in the room. It's time we look at it and say, Zimmer, we love you, but we've got to put you at defensive coordinator. Bringing a young wizard in here, and listen, Zimmer, you can still have a voice. You can still have a presence on this team. This team is you. You built this team, but it's time you give that decision making over to a young offensive, uh, a young offensive coordinator that can lead this team in a different direction. Because at this point, where we're going right now. It doesn't look good. And primarily the reason we're moving because you're supposed to be focused on defense and the defense is playing trash. You're supposed to be the defensive wizard here and the defense is playing trash. So maybe you need to focus more on the defense. Let somebody else run the offense and you can do what you do good. Because right now you trying to do both of them is not working, man. We're one and four. Let's be honest. We've got to call it what it is. We're wrapping up Minnesota topic real quick, but I've got to address this, man. This was this was huge last week, and it's messed up, because I think this came out like a day after I recorded a podcast already, but that little coward, that little punk, Derek Chauvin, was released from prison. I don't know how the hell he got a million-dollar non-cash bond, but... They found a way to release him, which really upset me because if you know what he means to society and it's not just, listen, man, call it what it is. This is not just a murder versus a single individual, George Floyd, rest in peace, my brother. This is not just a case versus, this is a whole, this is a whole race of people watching this and seeing like what's going to happen from this. And the first slap in our face is you took so long to arrest them. The second slap is we're going to let them go. It's a murder charge, man. What are we doing here? How are we just letting people charged with murderers pay 10% bond, non-cash bond, and we're letting them out? Like, what is this? What are we even doing here? Don't, why, why, why are we freeing the other people too that's been in jail for murder? I'm sure YNW Melly could come up with a million dollars bond, but you know what? We label them as a threat to society. That's why we can't release them on bonds and stuff but with Derek Chauvin it's apparently he's not a threat to society because the judge even let him move out of the state of Minnesota say oh for his safety oh you oh you want to care about his safety what about the people's safety in the communities he's going to be in I don't care where he moved. he's moved they're moving into some neighboring state or something I bet it's Wisconsin because you know that's where Minnesota sends all that trash like what? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? What about the danger to society? What about the flight risk? You think this guy wants to stand trial for murder with the whole nation watching him? What about the threat that he flees? If we're so worried about his safety, that's why he should have been in jail. That's why he should remain in jail for the rest of his life for what he did to George Floyd. You, you we let them. We, as a when I say we, I'm, I literally should say the justice system. Let this guy out after watching eight minutes and 40-something seconds of him kneeling on somebody's neck. And we said, you know what? If he has the money, if he can put up the bond, he's free to go. There's no threat to anyone else. Are you kidding me? Minnesota, I'm super, super, super disappointed. It's nothing political here. But who you think was pressuring or the judge? You think he got pressure from anybody else to release him? You think this election might affect, you think, you think him being free might affect this election? You think there are certain, you think there are certain people that vote for a certain candidate that might particularly be eager or more pushed towards voting for that candidate if they knew somebody the likes of Derek Chauvin is free? And I'm not saying anything. I'm not putting, you know, I'm not, I'm not jumping the horse. I'm not, you know, jumping the conclusion here, but. I doubt that man just got out on that, you know, non cash million-dollar bono. I doubt that, man. it has got to be up. There's got to be pressure coming from somewhere. And no one's going to say it. It's not going to leak because things like that don't leak. At this level, when you're dealing with things at this level, nah. People sign stuff. People are sworn into stuff to make sure things never leak. But I guarantee you, if I know anything about this, how this system worked, Derek Chauvin didn't just come up with a million dollars from behind jail. and Well, not a million dollars. You got to come up with 10%, which is a hundred and some thousand. But there's no way he just came up with that money while behind jail, while behind bars, without any influence from someone of a higher power. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to push it too much, but I'll let you put one and two together. Let's keep it on politics here real quick. I think i guy got Kanye is dead serious about his campaign, man. Yeah, got people writing him on the ballot. I don't care what you say, man. Yeah, he's serious. Yeah, it's a presidential candidate. Now, listen, man. As we know, there's not just two presidential candidates. Obviously, there's multiple. There's a lot of people on independent parties, green parties, and other little parties around that don't get the national attention, but they're on the ballot in some states. In states that they reach their qualifications for, they're on the ballot. And for others, you can just write them in. And Kanye has been producing documents on Twitter about people writing him in. Yes, why I'm not upset with Ye running for president. We can't just accept choosing from the less of two evils. That's pretty much what this campaign has become. We have Donald Trump and we have Joe Biden. If you look at both of them track records... I don't see what in it as, as black people, and, and I'm, I I know I have other friends that listen to this podcast other from other races, but we're going to address black issues here real quick. As black people, I don't see why we have to decide from these two candidates, the less of two evils. If we look at both of them track record and things that they've done to the black community, and I know Kanye West has his issues too, and things that he said in the past that are detrimental, that blah, blah. Detrimental to what we as a, uh, a people want and need, but let's 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 address this. Biden, who's the Democrat candidate, is going out here telling people, "You, if you don't vote for me, you're not black." Excuse me, sir. You've got to earn these votes, Joe Biden. We're not just handing this to you because, or oh, you were sitting close to the guy that was black. You're not going to use that. Oh, I have that black friend card. We're not accepting that. We're looking at you as like, what policy do you plan to bring? Donald Trump laid out the platinum plan that he has for black communities and how he can uh, $500 billion into the black community. Not billion. I don't think it's $5 billion, $5 billion into the black community and businesses and stuff. I mean, the, the one thing I'll say is, look, Trump, wait, we got to vote for you to get this now? You mean you were president for four years and you didn't give us this? You had this plan. This was a, you had this as an option and you didn't give this to us. But now we have to vote for you for another four years before we get this? Trump, cut it out, man. You're president right now. If you want this, if you really wanted to help the black community with this platinum plan, just implement it. You don't even have to wait. You can just implement it right now, starting today. And we're going forward. The platinum plan is there. But let's talk about Biden. Biden, look, you we we know, man, you were cool with the black guy for eight years. And you, you, you were always you, the meme of y'all running with the hand signs. That's cool and everything. But, yo, you ain't got him no more. We looking at you. And I know you got our Queen uh, Pamela with you and shout out to her. We love her. Love to see it. I know she's going to be president for the next eight years after these four years. Whoever wins this Biden or Trump. I know she's coming eight years from now or four years from now. But Biden, let's see something. We have about 20 days to the election. Can we get a plan? Can we get something from you? Can we get, a? Hey, this is what I'm going to do for the black community. Not any, this, this is what I plan to do for the black community. I plan to free, free these amount of people. I plan to uh, invest this amount of money into black communities. I plan to do this for black businesses. This is what I plan to do for reparation. Don't just give us all pick from these two candidates and then yay wants to run. And then we're saying, oh, yay is crazy. Yo, if I had yay kind of money, I would run for president too. Yes, I said it. Because why? Because I can. And because why not? All these other people run for president. Trump did it. And, he, and look at Trump now. I'm sure people thought Trump was crazy when he said he was running for president. Hey, Kanye is just testing the water. And you can vote for him or you cannot. If you if you have other things that are more important for you, yeah, that's probably better candidates you can vote for, I'll be honest. But I don't see us, I don't see why we get mad at Kanye and say, oh, he's splitting the votes. Look, the votes deserve to be split if Joe Biden cannot earn our votes. Yeah, Trump has done what he has done and said what he has done to the black about the black community. But at the same time, Joe, show us something that sh- that proves to us, look, we're not just voting for you because you're not Trump. That sucks, man. And you're just riding that out. You're not talking to the black community. You're not, you're not trying to get us on your side. You're not, you know, our women are automatically going to support you because they see another queen with you. So you maybe you're riding that out thinking, okay, I can ride that to presidency. But look, Trump. I mean, look, look, Biden. We wanna see more. And you'll probably get our votes. But at the end of the day, we're gonna hold you to some level of like what are you gonna do for us, man? Because if 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 Kanye, if Kanye Kanye's worth five billion now. I don't know if you got the headlines. Hey, Trump Kanye is telling everybody he's not in debt no more. If Kanye can Provide any plan of that sort And if we trust and believe Kanye Y'all have no problem voting for Kanye, man It is what it is Uh Wow, okay, we transitioned from uh, Minnesota to the rest of the country Without me even mentioning it, but yes We are talking all the topics now We we quickly went from T-Wolves, Vikings Derek Chauvin, Kanye I didn't even transition into uh, The rest of the country, but yes we're, we're speaking to the rest of the country now Uh Speaking to the rest of the country, man. Whew, Tory Lanez officially was charged with the Assault of Magda Styling. And it's just tough because I came out here when Tory dropped the album, Day Start. And I said, hey, the project was fired. Man said he ain't do it. Man ain't been charged yet. But now we officially have charges. So Tory, that's a lot more you got to answer to, man. And I also, I also was here and I said, look, it's not acceptable for you to just say, look, I didn't shoot her. You've got to tell us who shot her. The court system is also looking at you now Is yo, we think you did this. And if you didn't, well, now you got to say who really did. Because that's what court is, man. It is what it is. There's no snitching, you know, what it is. But if you didn't shoot somebody and somebody said you shot somebody and you want to clear your name, it is what it is. You got to point the finger and say who shot who. So, it looks like Tori facing one felony count of assault with a firearm, personal use of a firearm, Carrying a loaded and unregistered firearm in a vehicle, he's facing up to 22 years in jail. I honestly think this probably never go to trial. He's gonna have to take a plea deal. He's gonna have to take a plea deal on lesser charges, so that this does not go to trial. As you know, Tori is Canadian, so he has a permanent residency status. And getting convicted of any of these things, I'm not saying he's gonna get deported. But that could possibly get you deported if ICE is, if if uh, ICE decides that we want to get you up out of here. And with the case being as as famous as it is, or uh, with the publicity that that it has, there's a chance that you know he gets deported uh, after this if he's found guilty of any of these charges. Let's be honest. And that's why it was even even when I came out and said that the album was fired, I also said it was terrible timing. That's why it was terrible timing. Yo, I know I know. we all wanted him to speak. That's a way you could have went about this without, you know, monetizing this. And once again, I was the same person that said, I'm all for artists speaking on the record and putting, the, and putting what's going on in their personal life on the record. But when you're facing criminal charges of this sort and deportation on the line and your career on the line and your likelihood on the line... Maybe we should have waited a little bit till we dropped the album. We should have been confirmed that, you know what? This is only, this is not going to go to trial. There's going to be no charges before we confirmed an album or before we dropped an album. But my guy, Tory, did. He dropped the album, and now he has to live with the consequence. It looks like it's going to be charges filed. His court date recently, just uh, his court date just got moved to November. But we're going to see Tory get arrested. I don't know how to put this. I don't know how to say this. We might not see it physically. as yeah, in like they might not allow cameras in the courtroom. But Tory will get handcuffs and be taken to jail. So in that whole process, though, you know, doing the album, I would have just liked to see him, you know, send an apology to Mag. Just you know, hey, I know you got hurt. I personally didn't do it, but I'm sorry you got hurt. You know, but with him dropping the album and the videos he's releasing now, I'm guessing. You know, I can only wonder. The DA is sitting there like, damn. I don't really want to press charges against this dude. Because if they didn't press charges immediately, when they had all of the evidence and all of the witnesses, they pressed charges a few weeks after Tory dropped an album, after a few videos came out. DA had, oh, this guy is like publicly making an ass of me, man. This is my district. And this happened under my jurisdiction. And all these videos and it's publicity. And I have all these, you know, celebs and, Before we look, charges got filed, man. So, hey, good luck to you, Tori. Good luck to you, man. I pray for the both of y'all, man. I never want to see black couples or black entanglers (laughs) in these situations. It's tough, man. Nobody wins from the family field. But I pray both of you guys get the justice that you deserve. And we'll be watching we'll be talking about this. It is what it is. As 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 bad as this case is this is, e- this is, this is this is this is this is either a matter of a black woman getting harmed by a black man or a black woman accusing a black man of harming her. Either way, one person is going to come out the winner in this and one person is going to come out the loser as far as their career. I mean, nobody wins overall, but as far as their career, this is going to impact one of them. And one of them might not be able to survive from this. Let's go to another topic here. This weekend, Cardi B was celebrating her 28th birthday with ex-husband, divorce, filing, husband, formerly accused of cheating, husband, offset. Black men don't cheat. False accusations. But what? Look, take it back. I don't know. I think the first or second episode I think the second episode. Second episode. I told you the divorce filing wasn't real, or if it was real, this was just a threat at Offset, a little jab of Offset to get him right. Oh, this was just a little, you know, the album is in the work. WAP is doing numbers on the chart? What third third song in the country right now? Billboard. The album is on its way. This keeps you in the headline for a little bit, you know. And by the way, uh, I think Offset heard our advice. I told Offset, man, you can't let the WAP get on the market. Once they get back on the market, it's a wrap. And it looks like Offset did it, man. You know, put a couple of soft IG posts up. I'm missing, bae. Don't feel the same, you know. A couple of things on the IG story. And before you look, the 28th birthday, man, Cardi was trying to throw that WAP on a guy. Look, Offset, by the way, don't get this wrong, man. Just because she celebrating with you, I'm... I'm I'm not a, I know, I know women. Now nah, I mean, clearly, not as good as I think I do. <laughs> but listen, she'll do all that celebrating with you, man. Still be looking for the next nigga. I'm telling you, women got a funny way of doing their dirt. So, all set. And I know you might have saved her for the birthday. You've got to continue to do their work. You've got to continue to remain a member of the Faithful Black Man Association. Make sure that WAP don't get on that market again, man. We're wrapping up here, man. Uh, <laughs> let's get to new music segment. New music. We got new music from to- uh, Trey Songs, not Tory Lanez. Sorry. Well, we do got new music from <laughs> Tory Lanez. He's putting out a lot of videos to the project Daystar right now. Doing numbers too. I might ask you. I don't know if it's worth it, but the guy's doing numbers. But yo, Trey Songs got new music out title back home I think this is this is this is this is new this is new music from Trey since since he had his kid yep you know love seeing Trey be on IG being a dad man you know if you know Trey from back in the days man you know had no problem with women it, it, it is what it is you know he was out there doing work you've seen some of the stories that have leaked from women saying the uh, the wild requests that Trey has for them and some of the things he does with his women Listen, man. I'm I'm not, I'm not saying I believe any of them, but there's some wild allegations on Trey's songs. I'll let you do your Google search and find it for yourself. But since 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 Trey had his kid, man, he's been a dope dad on IG, man. You see him always posting with his kid. Uh, just just enjoying fatherhood, man. And that's one thing people don't. That's one thing people underestimate. Fatherhood is fun once you once you partake in it. Once you decide, look, I'm gonna be a part of this. It is one of the best feeling in the world, and. And you, you can kind of see there with Trey's songs, man. It's definitely showing on him. It's reflecting on him. I haven't listened to the music yet. Hope, hopefully check it out this week. But Trey's my guy, man. Trace lots of playlists, man. It's Trey's on lots of playlists. It's usually those kind of playlists, you know, but Trey do make a few playlists. Uh Lil Baby said he got new music on the way. Lil Baby flooded the market last year and this year, early on this year with uh music. Looks like guys back again, man. QC continuing to run the games, put their foot on these niggas' neck. I don't know how Migos Migos feel about this, because I'm I'm guessing they're prepping up new music too. And if you don't know this, man, I think that's a brute. I think that's that's a few. It's not beef or nothing. But there's tensions between Lil Baby and Migos can't. Say what you want to say. Migos was the eight fact, eight factors for a little while. They were the eight fact, blah blah blah. The eight factor. Hey, listen, I'm an immigrant, man. I get to get away with some of these things. <laughs> hey, yo, that's my excuse. That's my excuse for any time I stutter on a word or like mispronounce a word. I'm an immigrant. What you respect? English not even my first language, technically. <laughs> but yo, yeah, little baby got new music on the way. Uh I'm, yeah, man, I just think there's a few brewing between uh, Migos and the whole full pocket team, man, what they got going over there. Lil Baby continue to put Migos at the back end of whatever QC is doing. Because, you know, when Lil, when Lil, Lil Baby drop, he do numbers. So QC is going to always want to put out Lil Baby work. And I think that's where most of the tension is coming from. The fact that, listen, man, these other guys are like. What about us too? Look, we Amigos did they, they they took their time out, put out their personal music, individual uh individual album from all three of them. I don't think it did as good as they thought. The culture didn't accept it as well, or we didn't receive it as well. But when Lil Baby say he's dropping, he's dropping, man. Amigos gonna have to wait. It is what it is. Speaking of wait, Drake, where is that certified lover boy? Dude, it's goddamn almost the end of October. Well, we're in the middle of October. We still ain't get that certified lover boy yet. You know, October passed. It's a wrap, man. We uh, the music, music don't feel the same from you if the leaves aren't changing colors, man. Come on, Autumn Drake. You know we waiting on you. Drop that certified lover boy, man. Let's go, local Minneapolis. Not local, uh, Minneapolis MC. We're gonna talk about today. Shout out to my guy Taylor J. I think this dude is like honestly one of the most underrated mc in minnesota period not or not not just underrated as far as like the city should be trumping him we should be you know putting him to the top you know pushing him to you know be that carry that barrier for the state music and say hey man if you break the dough down we all could come in i don't see that happening i'd like to see that from minnesota taylor jay always put out dope cohesive ass project man uh, from Cooling to My Album Drop to Game Time to Roses, to uh, Cooling to My Third Album Drop is what he titled it. Like, if you listen to his work, perfectly, excellently, cohesive, Uh, puts the time in there, gets the branding right, has merch that comes with his drops. Like, overall, man, you could tell he clearly got a team pushing him, or he's like... He's multi-talented. He's handling all this by himself, but dope dude, man. I think he's just like one hit away. Honestly, um, he's he's he he's that artist. And this is another thing too. Uh, I think I, with Minnesota, even if an artist get that hit or that thing that they feel like is working. Like we need to do a better job of getting behind them and seeing like, you know, we all bumping or promoting or pushing it to where we can get that record onto that. You know, I like to see the radio station do more in Minnesota as far as like playing Minnesota artists. And I'm not just saying play these local artists with no catalogs or whatnot, but a guy like Taylor J, man, has dope catalogs, dope music that if the people in Minnesota knew about, I think they'll fuck with him. We've got to be. We've got to be careful and make sure our MCs don't just become like these ghost writers for other people. Because I think that's the route that might go for him. If 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 we can't push him, because he's a dope MC, he could definitely write his Premiership game is crazy, but he's not getting that push, that notoriety, that that, that 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 superstardom, that you know, recognition that it takes to push you to that next level. We're talking about blowing up to the nation, man. If Minnesota is gonna lead and America is gonna follow, Minnesota. We've gotta lead Taylor J to that promised land, push him a little bit better. I'd like to see that. I want to see an MC from Minnesota make it while, you know, I'm 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 still enjoying this hip-hop game, man. I want us to break a rapper. I want us to push a rapper to that, you know, national status. The same way Atlanta has tens of artists. LA, New York, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami i like to see that, man. Oh, yeah. By the way, he's got new music out, too, called Drive Me Crazy. I think it's premiering on YouTube tomorrow. So, uh, well, by the time you get this podcast, it will be premiered today. It will be already on YouTube. It will be already on YouTube. So, type in Taylor J, Drive Me Crazy. Go run their numbers up, man. Guy's dope. He's a dope artist. Cool dude, too, personally. Uh like to see somebody make it, man. But I'd like to see somebody make it from Minnesota. But that's it, guys. That's episode five. I appreciate you. Uh, Actually, no, before we wrap this up, man, let me say shout out to my Miami Heat, man. Yeah, we lost the championship, but we'll be back next year, man. L.A. Lakers, hopefully you guys make it. We'll be a healthier team. And just know Giannis coming in one year. Not next year, but the following year. Giannis, the freak, we see you. But on that note, man, I'm wrapping up here. Uh, Appreciate you guys tuning in and checking the podcast, man. I'm out. Stay safe. Stay blessed.